Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett. On this episode, UN Agenda 21, globalist plan to dismantle Western civilization, or a blueprint for sustainable development. You say sustainable development? That sounds really good. Hey, we need to sustain. We're going to develop something so we can sustain. That sounds like good boys. We're going to guide and direct you. We're going to be your friend. And, and we're going to be, in fact, we'll probably help you move from your house with the two-car garage into our 10 by 10 room. We're going to help you move there. Where Agenda 21 is more like, you're going to do this because this is our agenda and there's nothing you can do about it. Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serres. Pursuing the truth wherever it leads. Exposing evil and corruption and the secret machinations of powerful elites. Revealing the high strangeness beneath the surface of our supposed reality. Coming to you from his studio beneath the stairs, here's Richard Serrett. Hey, welcome to this special bonus episode of Conspiracy Unlimited. Agenda 21 is a set of voluntary guidelines for environmental action and social justice established by the United Nations in 1992 at a conference in Rio de Janeiro. It sets out a variety of goals for public policy at all levels and for civic action by non-governmental organizations. These include fair trade practices, sustainable energy, and urban development, more efficient zoning, and debt reduction for the developing world. Sounds harmless enough. Although UN Agenda 21 is non-binding, it is being adopted and implemented by state, provincial, regional, county, and municipal governments all over North America. And if you read the fine print and in between the lines, UN Agenda 21 sounds more like a globalist's wet dream. UN Agenda 21, in fact, sounds very much like it was inspired by the Communist Manifesto. Private property, the right to own a car, single-family dwellings, country living, all seem to be targeted by UN Agenda 21. And some have gone so far as to suggest that at the root of the UN's blueprint for the 21st century is a massive depopulation campaign. Here to discuss is author, broadcaster, and the founder of Ancient Life Oil, Ronnie McMullen. Ronnie McMullen, welcome back to Conspiracy Unlimited. How are you, my friend? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm well, very well. 
No aches, no pains, no stress. But we'll talk about that a little bit later. You know, everywhere you go, you hear people talking about sustainable this and smart this, sustainable development, smart meters, uh, smart housing. And little do they realize, I'm guessing in most cases, that what they're actually seeing are the fingerprints of something called UN Agenda 21. You're familiar with this, I know. Unfortunately, yes. Um, it, as we we're talking off air, it's it's a bit spooky um, to know that this is even real. In fact, it's so spooky, I think there's going to be a lot of people that don't even believe it's real. That's true. It's uh, that's what they call a normalcy bias, where where we we I guess it's kind of a defense mechanism. Uh, yeah. But we have to convince ourselves that all is right with the world, even when the sky is literally falling. Otherwise, I guess we'd go crazy. But you're right. People are just in such a state of denial. Um, but let's talk a little bit about uh, UN Agenda 21. You know, it actually has its its genesis up here in Canada uh, because the uh, the former head of Ontario Hydro up in here was a gentleman by the name of Maurice Strong. And uh, he did pretty well for himself, considering he actually never even finished high school. Um, but he, uh, he, he moved on from Ontario Hydro, which is one of North America's largest uh, utilities, and ended up at the United Nations. And he was really the one that spearheaded that whole um, uh, Earth Summit in Rio de Janeiro back in 1992. And that's where this plot uh, UN Agenda 21 was first hatched. So, unfortunately, up here in Ontario, we're sort of to blame, I guess. Well, it's interesting because Agenda 21 has tentacles that goes everywhere. In fact, uh, one of the first times I heard about Agenda 21 was probably uh, 10 years ago, 8 to 10 years ago. And uh, I heard it from a marine biologist. And he did a lot of work off the coast of Santa Barbara, California, and he was talking about how a lot of the fishing waters were being closed off. And uh, if you were to fish or put your boat even in these waters, um, you could actually do some service some time. And, and so it was very strict um, lines, you might call it, in the waters. And he couldn't understand why, and he, so he started researching Agenda 21 and found out that that was just one of the tentacles, and that was actually one of the mild ones of what Agenda 21 uh, is was going to do for, quite honestly, depopulating this world. And it, it, like I said, I, I sometimes my mouth drops when I listen because these people can't possibly be human. I mean, they're so against humanity. How can they possibly be human? Right. I think what happens is, and, and for those, you know, who think this is some far-flung conspiracy, this is, it's, I mean, there's no denying that United Nations or UN Agenda 21 exists, uh, and, and they're, they're quite proud of it. And, they, and the idea is that it's supposed to be voluntary. So all of the countries uh, that signed on to this um, it was supposedly voluntary. It, so it's not an official treaty, but but it is being implemented nonetheless. I think rather than just hating the world, I think 
their primary focus is they hate Western civilization. In particular, they hate North America because they think that you know we're using all of the Earth's resources. But I don't know that they're that they're all evil. I think I think misguided for the most part because I think many of them actually think you know they're 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 doing good here. Uh, you know they think that that uh, the Earth is overpopulated and that and the Earth's resources are running out. And, and here in North America, we're hogging all the resources. Uh, so I, I think misguided for the, for, the, for the foot soldier. But those people at the top, I, I agree, they are absolutely evil. Well, you're very kind. And I love you for it. So I'll be the bold one here. <laughs> uh, I think um, it's a little more than misguided. If you read the 300 plus pages of Agenda 21, there is no way around getting the understanding that you are going to depopulize, you are going to take freedoms. And if people do not agree with your system, they will be eliminated. So this is something to me that really is a neon sign for evil, wickedness, uh, greediness, and so on and so forth. Um, When you're taking away somebody's private property and building a massive structure and housing somebody in maybe a 10 by 10 room, you, you, you have to question what's going on. And as far as um, removing 95% of the human population um, by genocide, I don't know about misguided. I mean, you're very kind, but I think it's very wicked, evil, greedy, and um, murderous, in in my opinion. And, and I think we're at a... This goes so deep, and I, I know you know these things. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. But this goes so deep that we've had presidents pushing this stuff from George Bush Sr., which I about I couldn't hardly handle his, his funeral because they were talking about how great and wonderful he was. And I thought, man, if anybody's prepared the way for loss of freedom, that is the man that has done it. So how he could be known as a wonderful president is beyond my imagination. And then underneath that is Bill Clinton, who is another one that was pushing this Agenda 21, which we know that, you know, he doesn't wear the pants. Hillary wears the pants, always has. Um, So this is, I mean, this is to a point where I was watching Glenn Beck speak about this. And Glenn Beck's wrong in about 99% of the time. And Glenn Beck said, you know, I heard about this Agenda 21 and I thought, oh, here we go again, another conspiracy theory. I'm gonna, I'm gonna torch this thing. And the more he heard about it, the more he says, this is not conspiracy. This is fact. For sure, yes, it is. There's no arguing. Uh, and there are about 178 countries that signed onto it. But uh, the idea is that it's supposed to be implemented on a local level. So even here's the thing: even if a country doesn't sign onto it. And I don't know if the United did the United States sign on to UN Agenda Twenty One. I can't remember. I, I, I can't remember. I th- I think that's a yes, but better not quote me. But it doesn't it doesn't even matter because as we've seen, for example, with the uh, the uh, the Paris Climate Accord, even though President Trump pulled the United States out of that that uh, accord, uh, it's still there are a number of governors and uh, and and mayors who are 
I, I think it's actually a, a sedition. They're, they're basically saying it doesn't matter if the president isn't going along with this, we will. And I think that's happening with UN Agenda yes. 21. It's happening at the local level. And for people who don't believe it, there are certain key words that I mentioned them off the top that you should look for in the city, uh, the city's sort of, or the, your region's official development plan. And one of those is smart development. Uh, yeah. The other one is sustainable development. And I mean, to me, the main thrust of UN Agenda 21 is they want to, they want to take inventory of everything, all of, all of mankind's assets, all of the resources, all of the people, all of the cars. They want to count everything. And they, they're setting these sort of, uh, these, these sustainable development goals uh, and, and and what that means, particularly in the West, is no more, no more suburban houses. No more. You're not going to have a double car garage. You can't have a backyard. They want to take away our cars. They want to push everyone onto public into public transit. As you say, they you know they want to herd us all into cities. And then, for the rest of the the continent, they want to. It's called rewilding it. Uh, people like Maurice Strong, who I mentioned earlier, who's no, he, he passed away, but he and people like Ted Turner, they bought mm. huge tracts of land. Um, yeah. And, and uh, the idea is they're going to, when they die, they're going to sort of bequeath that to, uh, I don't know, UNESCO or someplace, part of some UN agency, and they're just going to rewild it. None of us will be able to ever go there and enjoy it. We're going to be stuck in the cities riding subways uh, it's it's going to be like a scene right out of that old Charlton Heston movie, Soylent Green. Well, I think it's interesting, and and I see this so much when we talk about chemtrails, geoengineering, climate change. Okay, why are all those three names the same exact thing? So we see Agenda Twenty One. Okay, which means we have an agenda for the twenty first century. This is Agenda Twenty One, but that didn't go over very well. The name was not good. It sounded like a bunch of bullies. So they said, hey, let's make a better name, which is where they got sustainable development. You say sustainable development, that sounds really good. Hey, we need to sustain. We're going to develop something so we can sustain. That sounds like good boys. That doesn't sound like bullies. Right. That sounds right. like, hey, we're here to help you. Yeah, who could disagree gonna, with that? Yeah, we're going to guide and direct you. We're going to be your friend. And, and we're going to be, in fact, we'll probably help you move from your house with the two-car garage into our 10 by 10 room. We're going to help you move there. We're that good of guys. <laughs> Where Agenda 21 is more like, you're going to do this because this is our agenda and there's nothing you can do about it. They're both the same. Just one make, paints them up and, and puts them as the good guy and the other one makes them barbaric. Right, right. And uh, again, private property uh, forbidden. And and when I said that, you know, the foot soldiers uh, are are perhaps well-meaning. What I meant was, I mean, they they are being recruited at the local level. A lot of these people don't really understand the full, the full sort of the gravitas or the uh, the the sinister the sinisterness of UN Agenda Twenty One. They sincerely believe they are doing this for the good. And, and you see young people who have, you know, they're very malleable, they're very impressionable. This is where they get them, right? In the colleges, universities, yeah. you see them on the corner with a clipboard, you know, trying to raise money and trying to get petitions. They're, the they're, fake green piece. Yes, they're young, 
they're impressionable, they're, they're innocent, but they are being manipulated. Yeah, yeah. My, uh, my daughter worked for Greenpeace for a little while and, and uh, it turned out it was as fake as a $3 bill. And uh, they're, they're not for sa- saving anything, they're for money. It's all about money. And it's really, um, <laughs> I, I think this whole sustainable development uh, kind of verbiage is, 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 is comical. Because when you look at what they're going, I mean, I don't, I don't have my calculator on me, but we have, don't we have about what, 7.5 billion people on the earth? Yes. Give or take. And yes. so if we ran 5% of that, I'm thinking it would be in the low millions. So that means at least six and a half billion people, maybe 7 billion people would be eliminated, would be executed. Now, I could have my numbers wrong, but I think it's we're going to be in the low millions if that was it. And we look at the Georgia Guidestones um, with the 500. I think they, they said bringing the population down to 500 million. Yes. So it'd be interesting to see if 7.5 billion, give or take, if 5% of that was pretty close to 500 million. So there is – and nobody knows who put the Guidestones up. So you kind of wonder. They're saying a lot – um, and, and, and think about this, how would you get rid of all these people? Because people are going to revolt when you try to stick them in a 10 by 10 room, you know, 40 stories high there, this, this is not, this will be civil unrest, which, you know, they push the whole FEMA camp thing and, and, you know, the uh, Homeland security, that's, that's why Homeland security exists is for the civil unrest that will be coming to a theater near you. So, I think with the fear factor that they build into everything, but how would you actually eliminate, you know, 7 billion people? How, how, would, how would you do that? And I think that is probably why we have the whole vaccine outlet, uh, the pharmaceutical outlet, the geoengineering, which is the climate change, which is really the aluminum and barium from the trails that are being put into the air that are making us sick. Um, and that goes much more with, you know, Carnicom. So, I mean, I think this is so real. I just hope there's still time for people to wake up and turn it around. Well, they need to start paying attention, one. And two, they need to start attending, you know, uh, regional governments and municipal governments from time to time. They will have public meetings, yeah. uh, you know, where they will talk about these things. And there's a there's a um, a term. It's called uh, it's called Delphiing a meeting, where the the idea is people show up and and the people that are running the meeting, uh, they will they will try and convince you that this is really almost it's like your idea, uh, <laughs> and 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 uh, like that it's such a positive thing and and no one's arguing against it, uh, and if you're against it, there must be something wrong with you. Uh, it's it's called a D- Delphi. And, mm. and, and um, people have to wake up to that fact, too, and, and stand up and say, no, wait a minute. You know, I never voted for this. This is a bad idea. And, you, you know, you call it uh, sustainable development, but this is what it really means. And the other thing that we hear a lot about is social justice. That's part of UN Agenda 21 as well. Uh, they're talking about, you know, we, uh, we, we must make sure that no human activity, you know, uh, 
infringes upon social justice or uh, impacts future generations. Well, everything that we do obviously impacts future generations, but they're using that um, as an excuse basically uh, just to prevent any more you know, human development, any more human progress. Uh, I think they wanna take us back to almost a feudal system in the Middle Ages you know, where the uh, only the yeah. lords of the manor will have access to these huge tracts of land, and we're the uh, the serfs that are going to be shoved into these little ghettos. And uh, you know, mm. God forbid, should you be caught, uh, you know, trying to hunt rabbits on the lord's manor. No, I think you're dead on. And and what here's the thing is, we still have time to go to these meetings, but they're going to make the one that speaks out things will happen to that person. That's, that's how it's going to, because these people that are voting this way, if there's even a vote, but these people that are making these decisions and, and voting this way, I guarantee you, if you had the, the most incredible investigator, you would find money switching hands. You would see, okay, vote this way and X around. Are you going to be so-and-so when this all goes down, you know, we'll promise you the world and they'll just be eliminated too. So these morons that are saying, oh, yeah, this is a great idea. You know, how how can you possibly? I mean, there obviously there's a few of these government government officials that have said, I couldn't even believe it. I, I thought it was I thought it was a joke. I thought it was a t total conspiracy. This thing is real. This thing is happening. It's happening right now. I mean, this thing is a wheel that's rolling down the road and and good luck catching it. So there's a bunch of morons that are connected by financial issues that are making this thing happen and saying, hey, when you see that wheel go down the road, just turn your head. You'll have a little more money in your bank account. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Mm -hmm. And that's 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 what's going to happen. And that's what's happening because when you look at this, as Glenn Beck said, you can't even believe this thing is real. It's happening right now. We're in the midst of it. We're not starting it. We're in the midst of it. So when you believe that and you understand that, and, and there's probably people listening saying, oh, this can't be true. Can't be true. This just can't be true. But it is. And when you investigate it and when you see it, it it's scary. It, it is. I mean, if there's something to be scared of, this is it. And, and where it's starting is it's a war against rural people. This is where it begins. First, they come for the, the country folk, and then, then they'll move on to the suburbs. But with the country uh, dwellers... Uh, what they're doing is they're, they're no longer going to provide services. Those people, they have to get them off the land and they have to get them into the city. So, you know, that, that post office uh, where you used to get your mail, they're going to close that. that. That road that you took to get, uh, you know, into town, they're going to stop paving it. Uh, right. Those schools where you send your children, they're going to start closing those. Uh, and then... Uh, pretty soon you'll notice, you know, they'll close exits on highways because you can't get there from here anymore because that area is now verboten. You can't go there. So that's where it's starting. It's starting in the country. And if you talk to rural people, uh, you know, they'll tell you, hey, um, I can't use my well water anymore. I can't get anyone to come out and test my well. Uh, I, you know, they're gonna ch they're gonna close my child's school. Where am I gonna send my kid to school? I guess I'll have to move into the city. That's where it is happening right now. And I think they're also going to, and I could be wrong. This is this more theory than fact, but I think they're gonna shut down communication. And when I say communication, I'm not talking about our cell phones. 
Um, in fact, that they've got the 5G set up to where we can all go dead with that. But I'm talking more the fact of Internet might change its face. It's already happening where we are not – there is no freedom of speech. Um, I'm glad that you can do this show and get it up. But, um, you know, five years from now, a show like this will probably be – there's no way it's going to go up. And if there is the Internet, it will be so – What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, so controlled that, you know, right now, if you have some talk about something about vaccine, it's pulled. If you talk about, uh, you know, whatever, CBD, it's pulled. If you talk, they pull in videos um, right now that they don't want you to hear. They don't want you to talk about it. They don't, if you come against this, you come against that, you know, quiet, your, your whole YouTube channel can be pulled down, so on and so forth. So, we're already at a point where, where freedom of speech is very much um, being run over. Um, I think there'll be something with the Internet to where because people could say, hey, let's look this up. Is there anybody else going through this? And they won't be able to because cell phones are cell phones. But I, 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 and I could be wrong on that, but I think that the Internet's going to have a change of face. I, I agree with you. I think if you want to look at the model that these elites have, Look at communist China. It's not even really communist anymore. I mean, it's communist for <laughs> for the, the average citizen, and it's yeah. it's 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 capitalism or fascism really at the top. Uh, but that's I think what they. I mean, even our own prime minister, who is a globalist socialist, uh, we call him the boy king because uh, <laughs> you know had he not been the son of a former prime minister. Uh, he never would have gotten anywhere. I mean, he was a he was a part time drama teacher. That's his claim to fame, and because of his name, he's now the prime minister. But he's a he's an avowed globalist socialist, and he has he has talked glowingly about China and the way that they run things over there. This tyranny, uh, but that's you know that they have that that social media. Uh, point scale over there where yeah. uh, if you don't if you if you behave in certain ways you accumulate points and if you don't get enough points uh, then you can't you can't leave the country you can't fly you can't let's say I don't know own a dog or whatever they, it's punitive um, and that's what they have in mind for us over here and Google of all people is helping the fascist Chinese regime spy on their own people right right no, we're and homeland security is all about spying on our own people, you know. And and what's what's I mean, somebody told me that we have seventy something percent of people on government payroll right now. So you know, are you going to come against norm normality when you're getting paid by the government to do something and you're getting paid well? I mean, you know, it's the five hundred toilet seat thing. So there are people making a hundred k a year. And they don't have to work that hard. Um, what does that mean? So people are bought off at every level. It, 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 the whole infrastructure is, is, is bribed. So where do you go with that? How many people are really walking in integrity anymore? Few. And the few that are, we're outnumbered. So does that mean the bad guy wins? Is that, is that the state we're at? I, I'm not ready to throw in the towel. <laughs> I can't otherwise I, not either, because that way it, leads it to despair. It does, but that that way leads to despair, and um, uh, I mean, I, I, I just I can't I can't uh, I can't live in a, a world where that is the the outcome. Uh, Do we all put our bat cape on? 
I mean, you know, I mean, seriously, I mean, this is the point where it's so dark and I'm not trying to create despair or, or get down. I mean, I'm a fighter. Uh, they come to my house. Well, good luck. Um, doesn't mean I'm going to win. It just means that if you think I'm going down, so are you. And that's, you know, it's one of those things where I'm not ready to give up. I'm not ready to say, oh, well, they've got us. So let's just do what they say. No way. No way. I'm not going to live like that. But on the same token, it, it, it does, you do feel outnumbered at times. I mean, that doesn't mean you lose, but it just means you're going to have to fight harder. Right. Well, there are some hopeful signs. I think we are seeing populist movements around the world uh, that are starting to, uh, to, you know, to take root, particularly in Europe. Um and, uh, you know, we, we have that yellow vest uh, protest, which just will not end in France. I think may, they may not consciously, you know, be protesting against things like UN Agenda 21, uh, but maybe, you know, maybe at a deeper level, maybe at a subconscious level, they sort of understand that things aren't quite the way they should be. Uh, and that's part of, you know, what gets gets them out there, donning the yellow vest, weekend in and weekend out, uh, you know, and, and confronting the tear gas and the rubber bullets. Uh, so maybe you know we should take our cues from uh, the yellow vests. I'm not saying that we're gonna. It's we're, it's time to riot in the streets, but we need that kind of courage and and uh, uh, determination. And but it begins again with. With awareness, people need to research UN yep. Agenda 21. They need to confront. You know, the next time there's an election and someone knocks on your door canvassing, invite them in, sit them down, find out what they know about it. You may end up educating them. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's a good call. I think education and letting people know what's going on is, is a great way to go. But because, as we've spoken on the show, because of it, the mature matter of of <laughs> despair and I mean, depression, people are going to, you know, when when you cannot do anything about anything right away, most people turn turn their heads. I don't know how many times I've brought up uh, geoengineering, you know, and the chemical trails that are that are going on, and I'll show people. I'll, I'll just point up. It's right there. I mean, there's. Ten planes flying almost at all the time. People are sick. You know, we're. I live in Arizona where the sun shines all the time, and we're having foggy days, and it's not fog. So, I show people that, and and they'll be no, no, that's just this, that's it. you know, they have all these excuses. So, are they going to do the same thing with Agenda 21? Which again, the the tires are already going down the street. Is this something they're going to do? Or when you talk about their new their new word, sustainable development. Um, that sounds good. You say, well, have you heard about this? Oh yeah, that's a great thing. You know, really? Are we talking about the same one, the same sustainable development, same agenda 21, UN agenda 21. And, and, and I think that's funny too. Let's use the UN because we can never have that dastardly D dud in America. So we need somebody else to do it. Hmm. Well, we, we do need to, we need to take responsibility, uh, for ourselves being a citizen is uh, needs to become work. It's not just you know here's your membership card now sit back and enjoy all the the benefits. It it means doing some some legwork now. Being a citizen yeah. uh, of a free country means taking on a burden. 
uh, or a cross, if you will. And, and that's what we need to do. We need to be, become uh, hypervigilant and, and, and very, we need to become activist uh, patriots. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and the other thing I want to say is we, because, you know, you talked about chemtrails and, and everything, we need to start also taking personal responsibility for our own health. And because we're not going to get that from, you know, uh, mainstream medicine, they would just love for us to sit back and take a pill every time there's an ache or a pain. Uh, but, oh, absolutely. But we need, absolutely. we need to take charge of our own health, not only our own destiny, but our own health. And I, I wanted to ask you about that because uh, I want to talk a few moments about uh, ancient life oil and CBD oil, because as you've, you've mentioned to me before, uh, you know, CBD oil has been around an awfully long time. And we'll, we'll talk a bit about the health benefits, but there are legislators everywhere who, who actually want to prevent us from having CBD oil. Let's talk yeah. about that. First, what is CBD oil? It's an oil that's extracted, uh, CO2 extracted from hemp. Um, and there is some that are actually from the marijuana plant, but the hemp is actually, in my opinion, uh, a stronger uh, oil, a stronger I wish I could use the right word. I know what I want to use, but I have to be careful what I say. Um, legislation is being passed so that, you know, they're trying to pass it. It's not working. Actually, this is the one place that the people have actually really stood and said, no, we're not going to have all this uh, control and laws where we want what we want, which is is this oil. And the reason for that is because of the many, 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 many. And, and when I say many, I am not joking levels that this touches your body and it makes you better. Um, I'll put it that way. It makes you better. It makes so much of your body feel better. Um, for occasional pain, um, people that have, uh, glucose management you need. Um, this is something that will help you immensely. Um, but it's not one thing. It's not like, well, I have X. Would it help me? It'd probably be true. Well, what if I have X, Y, Z? You use it, you know? And this is something that, you know, I have a supplement company as well. But when you're talking about ancient life oil, this is like the one bottle that does it all. And people go, that can't be true. And, and I think to myself, yeah, I kind of agree. That can't be true, but it is. So I have still have a lot of problems because in the early days, I did not watch my diet. I, I exercised till I was about 25, and then I kind of went on this, you know, I'm good, everything's fine, and you can't do that. And when you go on, hey, everything's fine, and I'll eat what I want to eat when I want to eat, you're doomed. And now with the GMOs in the foods and, you know, pesticides and herbicides, I mean, it's a scary issue. Um, and that's part of this whole sustainable development as well. I mean, they want us to be gone. So, um, you know, here's these Twinkies, eat them up, have a good time. And you'll have a major heart attack if you eat the wrong things and do the wrong things and don't exercise and sit on your butt all day. That's exactly what they're pushing because then they don't have to worry about eliminating you. You eliminate yourself. Well, CBD oil changes the game. It really does. It helps, mm, I got to pick my words, it helps uh, rejuvenate the body. And I mean, literally, when somebody goes to Ancient Life Oil, they'll try, you know, a tincture, a, a one ounce tincture, 
250 milligram or 500 milligram. They'll try it and they'll just, okay, I'll get one bottle and give it a whirl. They're always buying back. They're always come back and they're like, wow. I mean, the emails that I get, I wish I could read them. They're that good and multiple, multiple. I couldn't believe it. I thought this was a joke. I thought this was just another scam. I tried this. It worked. Oh, my God. You know what's um, fascinating about CBD is that, if I'm not mistaken, we actually, we have receptors. Our cells that make up yep. our body have receptors for CBD. In other words, we it's like we were created and the hemp plant were created uh, to, you know, as one, to be together. <laughs> yeah, I always, I always make the joke. I go, you know, if you go get a sand dollar, what's on the sand dollar? <laughs> you know, there's a, a, a marijuana plant, a hemp plant. So, you know, yes, we are. We're all, we're all supposed to be one. And, you know, I always let people know because people want proof. And I understand there's been so many stuff out there. They want to know, does it work? And I just go, okay, if you're really um, doubtful, go and get our, our topical. And if you have, say you have occasional elbow pain, neck pain, shoulder pain, uh, knee, whatever, okay? Take a little bit of the salve, put it on the place that you have pain, and tell me what happens. Because in 10 to 20 minutes, you're going to see a complete change in your body. And when you say, wow, that's a topical. I put it on my, my part, whatever it was, that has pain. It's now gone. Or it's lightened to the extent it doesn't even bother me. So if it does that on the outside, what is the one-ounce dropper or the one-ounce tincture with the dropper doing for your insides? That's the mind-blowing well, all I can say is I take an eyedropper uh, every morning of uh, that liquid gold. And I mentioned this on um, on the air a little while ago. I have, I have two 12-year-old, you know, twin boys. And, you know, they they behave exactly like 12-year-old boys should. But uh, that stuff that, you know, they don't always pick up after themselves. And, and sometimes it would... I would be a little frayed around the uh, around my nerves. Let's say it doesn't bother me anymore. I still tell them, you know, pick that up. But I just I don't feel the stress and the anxiety uh, that a father of twelve year old boys should. Well, and there's also another thing is when you're talking about anxiety, fear is another one. A lot of people have fear problems. This is really great for that. Um, but I, I thought this was kind of interesting. I had somebody said, you know, I kind of have a sleeping disorder. And when I say that, he says, I, I can't sleep real well. You know, I, my mind's going 100 miles a minute. He says, I take a dropper full right before bed, and boy, you know, I'm gone. I'm sleeping. So I thought, wow, that's interesting. And it does. It just, it mellows you out. It, and, it, and here's what's really cool about it. From the hemp plant, the THC, which is the psychoactive drug that makes you high, it's this .003, which means it's borderline non-existent, which means um, you don't get high taking this eyedropper full. And what's really cool is people say, well, what can I, can I drive if I took it? You could drive. Would it make me not as good a driver? It'll make you a better driver because how do you drive when you're stressed and somebody just pulled out in front of you and you cut you off and then you, you stress out. 
Well, if your stress level is down, you make better decisions. So you actually become a better driver. Excellent point. CBD oil from Ancient Life Oil. And they should check out the website, ancientlifeoil.com. There's some uh, specially reduced prices because I know you like to pass on the savings to the customers. They really ought to check it out. Yeah, I, I like to pass the, the savings. We've reduced our prices a little bit. And, and you know, again, we're organic, um, we're non-GMO, and we are the Ferrari of CBD companies. I mean, so, and I just did a price check, and I went, yes, I'm right there in the great zone so people can go, hey, I'm getting the best for the best price. Ronnie, always a pleasure. Thanks. Thank you so much. Hope you enjoyed our monthly visit from Ronnie McMullen. Be sure to be listening Friday for the next installment of Conspiracy Unlimited. Until then, I'm Richard Serrett. So long for now. A new Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett drops every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at ConspiracyUnlimitedPodcast.com. Blow your mind. That is all for now. Oh, and remember to share and give a five-star review because we have huge egos and need love. We're like cats. We need... We need constant petting. <laughs>